0: Hi, I'm Ashley Cooley, a birth baby and sleep specialist and mom of three. There's so much information out there, right? This show is dedicated to helping you clear out the noise so you can figure out what will work best for your baby and your family. If you're looking to learn more about your baby, gain more confidence in your parenting, and get as much sleep as you can through it all, you've come to the right place. Bringing up baby is about to get a little easier. welcome back. As you can probably tell from the title of this episode, I'm going to be getting a little personal here, and the reason I'm doing this is because I feel like we need to have more of these conversations. Also, what I would have done to have heard maybe a similar story when I was in the midst of of this stuff. So my background is in health promotion and I worked in a mental health organization for a good 10 years before kind of making this whole career switch, but I've been working with people living with especially depression anxiety and i was very familiar with you know mental health and what to look for and because of my line of work and because of the things that i was continuing to learn in that avenue but yet i couldn't see it in myself while it was happening somehow it's it, you don't think of it you can't turn and look yourself in the mirror and see what is maybe really going on so again big time why I think it's important to have these conversations because hey if this helps somebody somewhere down the line that's amazing so I take this back to we're, we're not going to take it back too far here but I want to take it back to uh, my partner and I trying to conceive because you know I I want to say that things were going pretty well for us not to say up until that point, but that was like our first big, like, major challenge in both of our lives, and in our lives together, was that oh, this is actually going to be harder than we thought. And you know, long story short, it took us two years to finally conceive our firstborn daughter, and we are so fortunate and feel so fortunate and grateful to have three daughters now. It just, there was a long time there where we just didn't know. And, and it took a toll for sure. And we didn't realize it at the time. I didn't realize it at the time, just how much of a toll that it did take. I did suffer a few losses some miscarriages within that time. Um, Of course, there were lots of tests and doctor's appointments and things like that. Not lots, but you know, some. And, you know, it was just a really challenging time. But but then we did get pregnant, so we thought, okay, well, you know, put that behind us, here we are, and uh, have our baby, and then thinking, okay, great, like, we, we, we did it, we conquered it, we got what we wanted, this is, this is wonderful, and it was, of course it was. But then we were also thrusted into the newborn stage, and I keep saying we, of course, because my partner is with me during this, but as as a new mom and as a woman, and as someone who wanted this her whole life, you know, what seemingly her whole life, I've always wanted to be a mom. And as you know, trying to conceive was difficult. And so we finally have our baby. This is what I asked for. This is what I dreamed about, right? And it was, it absolutely was. But it was also, I have a newborn and I, what, what do I do now? <laughs> What's going on? I felt like it was such a steep, steep learning curve. Anything other than that was, well, most of you probably have had newborns at some point. So you get what I'm saying. I think it was, it was just such a steep learning curve and the sleep, ooh, the sleep. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason I became a sleep consultant. I needed info and I wanted the all of it. <laughs> So I I really took that to, to heart. But you know, all that aside, I look back on that time now that Ashley that had a newborn and thinking, oh gosh, girl, you needed some help. You needed more help than you realized. And you had a hard time asking for help. I still have a hard time asking for help. If I'm being honest. But that Ashley had a very hard time asking for help. And she needed some in lots of ways. So Again, this is why I'm having this conversation because some of you might be in that a similar situation and I want you to know that you're not alone. There is help and it's okay to ask for it. So well, let's speed this up a little bit. So we have a newborn. She is now a one-year-old and I'm back to work and the stress of my work that I was not really into. I always talk about how it it, it wasn't very important work and it's good work, but it just didn't resonate with me. So I was feeling the stress around that. I was feeling the stress around just having a, a toddler and daycare and daycare germs and all of those things that come up. And then we also wanted to try and conceive and have baby number two. So with all of that stress going on, I really found myself focusing less and less and less on myself because there's more things piling up on the to-do list, right? I started focusing more on all the life details, meals, getting pregnant again, the growing toddler and all that comes with that, work stress, family life, money stress, all this stuff in life that the stuff that's just not going to end, that that stuff kind of keeps happening. You can't predict that. Life is going to happen, but it really kind of became like all that I was focusing on was my child, my family, you know, all the day-to-day stuff and nothing, nothing proactive, nothing for myself, nothing to to really speak of, you know, it, it would just, the focus was on other things. The to-do list was big and it was never ending. So, you know, again, when I look back on that now, because I've, you know, it's been almost 10 years since we've had our first daughter and now we have three and I I'm here to tell you it does not slow down it changes but it does not slow down so it took a long time for me to realize that you don't only need strategies to deal with the acute stresses the acute situations like what are you going to have for dinner tonight or um toddler daycare germs or work stress those kinds of things of course we need strategies around how to deal with those in those moments but you also need a lifeline to help you in the long run something that you can fall back on because those little stress stresses they're going to build up and sometimes it may bubble over and we're not going to have a lot of control over that because life happens Anyway, I'm not a psychologist. I don't want to go down that road either, but it, it was a slow build up. It feels like it, that's what it was, a slow buildup of a lot of little things that you wouldn't think would become a big thing, but all of them put together. I mean, I guess it went down that road. Basically, what it came down to for me, and it was certainly, you know, the pandemic played a role because it just didn't it force us all to really look inward a little bit. I I know it did for me in terms of like what do I need because when you're forced to not be able to do things or see people or go places, you really got to figure out how are you going to stay sane in all of this. So anyway, there was a lot of looking inward. There's again a lot of podcast listening and me realizing like wow, There, there's more to this than just me not being able to deal with the day to day. I am no longer capable of doing the things that I know I need to do to stay well. Those things, that that lifeline that help you in the long run, the making sure you're having time for yourself, making sure you're eating well and regularly. Um, I would go long times without eating because I was so busy and then end up starving and drown down, right? Do anybody else get in that boat? Um, because, you know, I'm working with everybody else or the only meals I would eat are the scraps of my kids, whatever they don't eat for lunch, like because it's too busy, So all I was able to do was just deal with those day-to-day, moment-to-moment things and not prioritize the things that I needed for myself and for my own well-being. I kept putting myself last. I felt like I needed to make sure that the kids were good first, and then I'll take care of myself. So that slowly caught up with me, I guess. But then I started thinking about, okay... I'm finding that I'm losing myself, right? I'm realizing like, okay, I'm getting really stressed really quickly at things. I'm getting really anxious at things. And I'm starting to feel that physically. I was just noticing some of the, what I would have called minor mental health issues that I had been living through. I, I, they were kind of being put on blast a little bit because, well, now looking back, realizing that those stresses were really starting to eat away. So I'm starting to realize, okay, I I need to do some more things for myself, right? I know what I'm supposed to be doing. So, hey, let's get out for walks. I need some more fresh air. I got to get outside. Uh, Let's meet up with some friends more often or make plans with some friends because, you know, we're staying in too much or working too much or we're with the kids too much. So I I know those things, right, that really work for me, that I enjoy and that are going to help me, you know, that that will be my lifeline. But I was finding as time went on, I was still pushing that stuff aside and I wasn't actually able to make myself do it. It felt like, am I just not motivated or I know what I need to do? Why aren't I doing it? It Kind of like, oh, it's just, yeah, feeling like it's just me and I'm not, I don't have that motivation and I don't, you know, putting it all on myself basically is, is that road you tend to go down. So I... Finally, I was listening to a podcast actually. I was listening to the breakdown, My Bialik's breakdown. My Bialik is, uh, well, if you're around my age, you know her from Blossom, but you might also know her from the Big Bang Theory. She also has a degree, not just a degree, a PhD in neuroscience. So she's a straight up scientist. She knows her stuff. Anyway, I, this isn't, well, yeah. This is a plug for her podcast, because I think it's amazing. And it was one of her first episodes. I think it was on anxiety. We're just having that discussion. And it was like that Uh, in amongst some other things in combination with, but that was a moment that I had to pause listening to that episode and call my doctor, made an appointment being like, oh, medication time. It's, it's time for me that I'm not saying that that's for everybody at all. But uh, for, for me and my journey, I got to that point And that was that realization in a conversation on that podcast. And again, a couple other things as well. But that realization, like, oh, this is, quote, unquote, bad enough, that this is the next step. Because there's literally, it's not my lack of motivation. That's the problem. I need something else for this. And I was I never felt any, I know there can be stigma around taking medication, I never felt it personally, I never, it didn't, you know, make me feel like I was a failure for needing it or anything like that, which I know it can for some people, but rather it, it was more I was nervous about how I know that there are different kinds of medication and everybody's different and how it affects them is different and side effects and all that sort of crap. But you know what? I got, I was at that point where I was like, it can't be worse than the physical anxiety that has been showing up in my body lately. I need extra help. So that was my realization. I called my doctor and then I kept listening to the podcast. And then I had to pause it again because it was just like, I was just having that like, holy cow, everything's like making so much sense now this is literally what I've been needing for so long like it was kind of like oh my gosh what took me so long this is going to be it and not to say that it you know works like that it was a journey but I feel like that was definitely for me the starting point and the start of a big shift in me being able to better handle things take better care of myself. And ultimately, that is what makes a healthy child, by the way. Evidence tells us that a child's physical and mental well-being, both physical and mental well-being, is strongly associated with their parents' or primary caregiver's mental well-being. So if anything else, I was feeling like before all of this, it was like, I have to focus on the kids, the kids need this, they need to have healthy meals, they need to get out and get all the exercise, they need to da 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 leaving me out of that picture, or just for at the end, whatever energy was left at the end of the day, and I mean, who has energy at the end of the day? But that's the wrong way to look at it. You have to look at this, if you want to call it selfish, call it selfish, but my god, You have to look at it as you need to be well so that your kids can be well, okay? So for me, it was the realization of needing medication and getting on medication. That's not for everybody. Again, my story here. But the other things that I needed to do to crawl out of this and what, for me, medication helped me to be able to do, carve out more time for me. Actually carve it out, plan it, put it in the calendar, do the things that I need to do, because if it's not in the calendar, it's not getting done. So some other things I also did. Yes, there was more me time, but I also found some more ways and different hobbies and things, things that I've always wanted to do, and would otherwise say, "Oh well, I need to, you know, get the kids and all their activities first, and then I'll see what what's left for me." And this time, this year, I did this this year, guys. It was the first time when I said, no, you know what, I'm going to pick an activity, mine's on an evening, and we're going to have to shift everything around this, because I needed to make that time. I started, I took a pottery class, I can't wait to go back to that, walking more, just getting outside, because that's super important. I, I don't always, notably, focus on my sleep, but I know I need to focus more on that, and so I have been doing that lately, and it definitely makes a difference. I started coaching my daughter's basketball team which is actually really fun. It's a huge time commitment but I get to do it with one of my daughters so it ends up being some time for us as well and that's actually been really fun. I love connecting with all those kids. Oh and you may have noticed if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook I started doing cold dips and that has been an amazing thing to look forward to. It's there's a lot of a lot of health benefits, actually physical and mental health benefits to, uh, to cold water dipping. So if you haven't looked into it, you might want to Google maybe Google the Windhoff method. That's a great place to start. Cold water dipping in Nova Scotia. There's a group on social media called Cold Play NS, and uh, I follow them and they do some group dips sometimes. So anyway, go check it out. It could be it might be worth it. I know you're scared of cold water. So is I, but it's actually quite amazing. Maybe we'll do an episode on that sometime. Um, anyway, this is also why we have the Halifax Perinatal Support Network on Facebook. So please go join that group as well. You don't have to be from Halifax. There's a lot of local resources that we share, but we have virtual ones as well. And there's just a whole lot of great conversations being had in there. Even if you don't end up being part of the conversation just reading seeing hearing or listening other people's stories might just help you as well and just knowing that you're not alone that's all for today guys thank you so much for listening give me a shout out on instagram or facebook would you tag me at birth baby sleep i'd love to know how you're doing and uh see if this if this episode resonates with you at all please share it because again you never know who could be needing this kind of conversation <coughs> looking for more? Check out birthbabysleep.ca where you'll find prenatal classes, postpartum and new baby resources and sleep support during the childhood years. You'll also find me on Facebook and Instagram at birthbabysleep. It would be awesome if you followed us wherever you listen to podcasts and if you can leave a review or a rating which goes a long way for helping others to find us. That's all for now. I'm Ashley Cooley and we'll see you back here next time.